I have very important follow-up from last week's episode. Okay. Which is great because it's fresh in our mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so I'm going to give a lot of background. That's all relevant to this follow-up. I didn't get much sleep last night. No particular reason. I just couldn't fall asleep. It was just one of those nights. Got about five hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, went into work and just felt like crap the entire day and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I was getting Sorry lunch. Yeah, and I was getting lunch. I didn't have much at home. And I was like, you know what? Grant and I just talked about getting McDonald's on bad days. <gasps> I think I'm going to go to McDonald's. Okay. Uh-huh. So I go to McDonald's, and this is where things get interesting. This is where things start to intersect in a way that I felt very uncomfortable. I I order, and I go to the drive-thru, and I go to the pay window. And for the first time ever at a freaking McDonald's, like I've been to McDonald's in the past few months, not this particular one, but in general, and I hand them my card and they say, oh, we don't accept Discover. Hmm. You're McDonald's. You don't accept Discover. What? Uh, I don't have another card in my wallet. But you want to know what I do have? (laughs) Cash. Not as much as you, but enough to buy a meal at McDonald's. Yes! (laughs) Because I I bought about $5 worth of food. I had a $5 bill and three ones. (laughs) That's awesome. It was just like this perfect storm that when I thought about it, I felt incredibly uncomfortable that it had happened. Like this yeah. confluence of events less than 24 hours after we had talked about it. <laughs> See, that's why I always carry cash because sometimes it saves your butt from an awkward situation. Oh, man. it Like because the issue, the issue is that my like normally I would have another debit card with me, like my bank mm-hmm. card, but it cracked like it cracked in my wallet. Oh, so I need to get a replacement for it. And I just haven't done that yet. So I just, you know, I, I don't have it. like it crapped on the mag stripe, so I can't use it. So my debit card for a while had a crack on the mag strip. Have you tried it? Well, because yeah. mine continued working. I did try it out of place and it wouldn't work. Okay. I the 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 magnetic chip should work, but I can't guarantee that at a pay window that's what they're using. Yeah, they're probably like, not. some places they actually do like they do take your card and use it in a in an actual you know card insert thing, but most of the time they're using like a, an old POS terminal thing um, where it has it on the side. So so it's not even in my wallet anymore. So yeah, I had eight dollars in cash, just enough to get myself McDonald's for lunch. <laughs> that's that's why I love cash. I don't know, and then. But then I didn't learn my lesson, and I still went and got Chinese food for dinner and used my card. Luckily, it was accepted. <laughs> Did you get any more cash? In no. I, I, how am I supposed to get cash? My bank card is broken. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> you didn't rob anyone on your way home from work or anything? I didn't have the opportunity. Cash? I don't know. See, I've had a couple awkward situations where it's like my card isn't working or something, and so I paid with cash, and there was one time where I, what was I, I was buying something like, 
not expensive, but it was like 70 bucks, which is normally more cash than I have in my wallet. Mm-hmm. But my card wasn't working for whatever reason. And I was like freaking out because I like needed to buy this thing like right then. And I, it was like, I, I didn't really have time to go and like get cash or something. So I go and dig into my wallet <laughs> and I had just enough cash to pay for it within like less than 10 cents nice <laughs> in my wallet and i just felt like a rock star <laughs> who who just barely didn't like trip and fall off the stage were you able to play it super cool and not make it obvious that you hardly had any ca- that you didn't that you barely had enough cash no i had already <laughs> told the person like well shoot like i don't think i'm going to be able to get this tonight then and so like they started like putting it under or whatever, so they could have someone put it away later. And then I was like, wait, let me see how much cash I have. So I, like, pull out all the cash in my wallet right there in front of them, and I start counting through it. That's awesome. Oh, man. And then I had, like, an extra dollar stashed in a different spot in my wallet. (laughs) And so, like, I had to pull that one out, and that's the one that did it. Sure. That's awesome. Thankfully, I didn't oh. have to break into my shoe money yet. Yeah, but. exactly. <laughs> Your garter band money. <laughs> no. For a while, I would, like, keep, like, a couple bucks in under, like, the, under the, like, insole or whatever of running shoes in case I was, like, out on a run and, like, I don't know, like, was really desperate for, like, Gatorade or something. Yeah, and I had like to stop, like, a gas station. So I'd always have, like, a couple bucks under the sole of my shoe. Huh. Like, it makes sense, but also sounds really gross. It sounds preposterous, yeah. (laughs) But then every once in a while, you're like, oh, yeah, I used to do that. I should make sure that I don't have money in these shoes before I get rid of them. And then it's like, oh, I found free money. Yeah, I suppose that is true. The best money is definitely forgotten money. Yep. Huh. Neat. I apologize if I yawn a lot. Despite the McDonald's and everything, I am still quite tired. (laughs) No, I'm, I was a bit tired today too. I, I nearly fell asleep in my desk at work. Oh, wow. I was able to hold it together. I'm definitely not that much of a, even with minimal sleep, I'm never really that bad. I can typically pull through. I normally am not either, but today was just kind of like an exceptionally unexceptional day at work. And so there were just a lot of moments where I'm just like, I'm bored. Yeah, I get that. Because normally there's something that I can do and I find a way to use my time productively. But today it was just like, no, there's nothing I could do. It was just either pace around the lab and make it clear that I have nothing to do or sit on my computer and like read stuff. Yeah, I mean, I had kind of the opposite issue where I had plenty to do, but I had maximum of four hours of focus in me. Mm-hmm. And I used them all up at the beginning of the day to get something done that actually needed to get done. And then just like, like I did, I did stuff that counts as work. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I can't focus, I always go on the message boards that we have and help students out, which is like, it's still a nice thing to do. It should get done. So, you know, it's not like bad. I said mm-hmm. things that were technically a bit higher priority, but well, shall we? Yeah, let's get moving. All right. Hope you got a good one for me. Oh, it's... I hope you got a one for me. How about that? 
I'm really worried that we've used this before. But... I mean, we've used this, like, we haven't used this specific one, though. Okay, good. Because I think we haven't talked about this topic, but we uh, could have. Well, it depends on what topic. Do you mean, have we talked about food? Yes. And not food, <laughs> specific. Let's just okay. yeah, we'll get there. do the comic and then we'll get there. Grant's comic is Foul Language by Brian Gordon. And we have a uh, some sort of adult parent duck sitting in an armchair and a child duck uh, talking to parent duck. And the child says, I'm starving. Can I have a snack? And the parent says, you can have a healthy snack. And the child says, never mind, not hungry. So, Mark, so Grant, snacks. Snacks. How, what's your relationship with snacks like? Honestly. Are you a snacker? Not as much as I used to be. I'll say that. Cause, Reformed snacker. Because the thing is, now that I'm an adult, I... So so this is the thing. I'm restricted when I go grocery shopping. Because in California, every gar- every grocery bag costs money. Mm-hmm. So I bring my own. But I buy groceries about one week at a time, and I bring one grocery bag. Wow, bold move. But it's it's good. It means that I don't spend as much as I theoretically could, and I get the essentials. Yeah. So right now, the only snacks that I have are... Um, I have some microwave popcorn, and I have a big bag of sourdough pretzels. Okay. So when it comes, like snacking, I don't know, like I like snacking in general, but snacking is kind of expensive if you want it to be healthy. Yeah. That, that's always the issue. It's like the healthy snacks are like good, good types of granola and or protein bars are really expensive. Mm-hmm. Things like nuts and dried fruit, like just trail mix Gosh, stuff. Nuts like you are can so get expensive, but yeah. I love them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and some of it just like doesn't appeal to me. Like, I like some nuts, but for the most part, they're not really my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Most of the time, I'm just not. Lately, I haven't been in the mood for just general purpose snacking. Okay. So I don't know. It, it's definitely changed a lot. I used to be much more of a snacky type person mm-hmm. but for uh, definitely much for the better i have eclipsed that part of myself yeah so but i assume that you have more things to say more comments well i i used to snack a lot more than i do in college i was able to kind of put off snacking fairly well just because i lived in a dorm building for four years and didn't have, like, food around, and I specifically would not have food around in my room, because then when I was hungry, I just had to deal with it, rather than than just, like, eating whatever crap I had in my room as a snack. So it was kind of a bit of a way for me to be slightly healthier and not just eat food because I was bored, you know? Um, but since being on my own in an apartment and stuff like I have food in my apartment obviously and every once in a while I'll get some snack stuff and I've kind of decided that I like having something for a snack around because there's some situations where just like 
I really need a snack. Like, I get home from work and I'm starving. And I have a plan for dinner, but it involves cooking something in the oven for an hour. Yeah. It's like, I, I just need a snack or else I'm about to get hangry and throw my oven out the window. Um, and no one wants that. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to snack and I've been trying to snack more healthily because lots of snacks are so horrible for you, I feel like. <laughs> yep. And every once in a while I'll fall into a pit at the grocery store of just like a moment of weakness and I buy a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. My biggest weakness is chips and salsa. I can't stop. Mm. And so I try really hard not to buy them, but every once in a while I'm like, yo, bro, treat yourself. And I'm like, whoa, I treated myself last week too. What am I doing? This is just like <laughs> now I always have chips and salsa on hand and I'm eating them every day. So I need to stop this. Yeah. And you can't do it just this once every week for a year and have it be. <laughs> yeah. That, it, it's like being vegan, but you're on your annual cheat year. <laughs> Yeah, you're on vegan during Lent. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm trying to – right now I'm currently working on a grocery list because I need to go grocery shopping. And I'm trying to think of some good healthy snacks to have around my apartment so that I'm less tempted to buy unhealthy snacks. Sure. So the ones that – the quote-unquote healthier snacks that I've that I like that I've kind of already got down is like I really love I love me some good hummus so like hummus and pita I feel like that's a decently healthy snack it's not horrible for you I don't know yeah we've, we've you've definitely mentioned that to me and I'm just it's, not a pita person yeah it's got some it's got some protein in it so it like fills you up a little bit Hmm. So this this is the thing with me is that I need snacks with staying power in terms of they need to be cheap but last a while. Last a while in terms of like they can sit on your shelf for a while or As last in I a while won't eat in them the, all immediately. Can... <laughs> oh. Right? So I can't do I cannot think get things like cookies or chips because they will be gone too fast. Yeah, cuz you'll sit down and eat the entire bag of Doritos. Yeah, but Which is exactly what I'd do. So, yeah, so I can't get, like, chips or anything because I'd eat the whole thing. But pretzels are, like, this weird middle ground where, like, especially, like, the big, thick bag of, like, thick sourdough pretzels, I just can't have a lot of those because they're just, like, they're more dense hmm. and they're saltier and, like, it just I just can't do it. And then the other thing that, I, that really works for me are carrots. Okay. So carrots have always been, like... I can just have, like, a handful, and they're really cheap, like a cheap bag of baby carrots, you know? Mm-hmm. And you just kind of munch on them. Like, they're just kind of nice to munch on, and they take some effort to to eat. Uh, but you're like, oh, I had a little snack, you know? Like, a lot of it is just kind of, like, tricking your mind into thinking that you did something good, I think. Yeah. Another Another snack that I've kind of started to settle on that I'll have from time to time when I just need, like... This one's more of I just need something like satisfying and like it's got a bit of a crunch to it almost. Kind of when I'm in a like I want to eat some chips mood, but I don't want to eat chips because I'm not trying to blow up like a balloon. Yeah. I've got like an air popper, so I'll pop some like air pop popcorn 
and then like sprinkle a little bit of seasonings on them. And so I'll do that, which I've actually really liked doing. But hmm. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to thinky think about some more good healthy snacks. Pretzels are a good one. I should get a bag of pretzels because because I like pretzels, but I can't. I can't just like eat them and eat them and eat them like I could a bag of chips. Like I'm not going to eat a whole bag of pretzels. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. I don't like them enough. Yeah. But they're good enough like I just need a handful of something crunchy. Yeah. So that's a good one. I got to make sure not to have Nutella around the apartment though because then it'll turn into pretzels and Nutella which I can eat the whole bag of. Hmm. Um because Nutella is my weakness. Yeah, I don't know, because other things are like, I could probably eat, I eat one apple a day, and I typically have it with my lunch. Mm-hmm. I could definitely have two apples, but that's a lot of apples to buy. Yeah. Like, I don't want to walk out at, like, like I said, I shop with one grocery bag intentionally. I can't have 14 apples in that bag. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You just have to okay. buy lots of other things. Yes, I quote unquote could, but. I won't. <laughs> okay, Mark. Uh, they'd crush all my peppers. You put them in the bag first. Ah, it's too confusing. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I I have started. So this isn't snack related necessarily, but I've slowly been figuring out extra things that I can do with my lunches. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, I've added got some good ideas. Well, so th- again, this is predicated on me being able to come home for lunches. Ah, shoot! As we mentioned a few weeks back. So these are ideas I can't steal. Correct. But I've Dead. been making so instead of just like hot turkey sandwiches, I've been making like turkey breakfast sandwiches where I've bought some eggs mm. and I'll put those in the mix, and I've bought some bagels mm. to mix things up a little. Getting spicy with it, exactly, but not literally. No, no, definitely not literally. <laughs> You're not a spice lover, are you? Uh, I, it's grown on me. There are times, like, there is, there is a time and a, and a time when the only thing that a Mark would order at Buffalo Wild Wings was honey barbecue wings. Oh, now I'll typically go half honey barbecue, half Asian zing. Okay. Like, I, I like spice, but it has to be spice with a flavor. Like this has always, but this has always been what I've landed on, and and I have a hard time communicating this to people who just like spicy things, I guess. But okay. for me, best of luck communicating this. Buffalo sauce is the most bland, boring taste in the world. It's spicy, but it doesn't have like a taste. It's just its taste is just like ah, it's like kind of hot, I guess, but. Things like if you go to an actual restaurant that's like ethnically correct and has their own spicy flavors to it, then it has an actual flavor. But like, I don't know, buffalo to me is like the embodiment of what you would call American spice. Like, (laughs) it doesn't taste like anything to me. Yeah. It's just a thing. It's a thing in and of itself versus when I get like, like spicy stuff from like a Chinese restaurant is like, Ooh, then there's like this, this flair to it or like an Indian yeah. restaurant. Like there's something to it, 
And I just mm-hmm. don't get that feeling. Like, it's like a numb, blah feeling from buffalo. So it's not like I can handle, like, just normal run-of-the-mill buffalo wings. I'll eat them if I'm hungry enough. But they're just so boring to me. Okay. So you feel that buffalo sauce or whatever is one of those things that just, like, spicy for the point of being spicy. And the spice doesn't add anything to the dish. But, like, the issue is that the buffalo is the dish. Like, no one's adding buffalo sauce to something that already has flavor. Yeah. You're like, I'm making chicken wings. I'm making, like, a buffalo ranch dip. It's like, oh, oh, and you're also saying you're going to claim that ranch also adds a flavor? Ranch doesn't have a flavor either. Like, What? Yep. I'm... (laughs) This... This, this is there's no way you don't know this about me. Someone who I grew don't, up in Minnesota. I don't use ranch or blue cheese on anything. Okay, I'm not a blue cheese lover either. I know. But... Well, people fall on one side or the other. No, I hate ranch. Whoa. I I eat all my wings au natural as was intended by God. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure he intended so many things about wings. I'm telling you, he didn't intend for ranch to come into the recipe. Ranch is just so boring and so gross. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like, wow. I never knew this. It's like people who put ranch on things are the same sort of people that think that mayo makes things taste better. Okay. First of all. I fall into group one, but not group two. <laughs> I said the same type of people. You're the same type of person. Shots fired. Wow. <laughs> I I just, I don't even know what to say. I'm trying to use my brain right now, but I'm just, like, my mind is just mush. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Like Oh wow. I don't know. It's just like but these are all holdovers from just growing up. Like I don't use things like veggie dips ever. The closest thing that I've done to veggie dip <laughs> I actually did this last year in college when I would bring lunches to campus with me sometimes, I would dip bell peppers into vanilla yogurt. What? What? <laughs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> that was surprisingly good. But what? but I don't use like veggie dips. I don't use chip dips or anything like that. I just eat things as they are. Wait, when you which... say you don't use chip dips, does that include like salsa? <sighs> well, I mean, I use salsa on like dip. burritos, but I don't really I actually don't like just plain chips and salsa, but I think Ooh! I just I I the issue is that most of the time I don't find salsa that I like. I like pico. Okay. I like fresh pico. Yeah. That that is really good, but any watery type of salsa. Oh, yeah. The like sad. Well, even if it's good like from a Mexican restaurant and it's like, "Ooh, this is our good salsa." I just for the most I just don't like it. I just kind of like pico. You know, I I don't know. I I know that I'm I'm weird in a lot of ways still like Okay. It's just I don't know. Just how I am. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I can empathize with the, like, not liking crummy salsa. Like, the cheap crap that you can buy in, like, a gallon jug or something at Walmart. Mm-hmm. But, like, oh, when you get a good salsa, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't, most of the time it just doesn't appeal to me. How did you not bring this up when I said that one of my like go-to favorite snacks of all time is chips and salsa? I, this podcast the... thrives on controversy, Mark. You need to find it where it happens. I brought it up now. At the moment, I just didn't feel like getting into it. I wanted to allow a little buildup. Oh, I wanted, I wanted to suspense. lead. With, that's good. I I needed to lead with ranch because I that's a more distasteful thing than me that's saying more polarizing. I, I like good salsa. <laughs> like yeah. I I will eat salsa. I put it on things. You know, like especially things like pico. I love pico. But ranch, no way. Mm-hmm. I avoid ranch like the plague. Wow. That's Did I ever tell you about my amazing. worst salad experience? No. The Alpine Inn in South Dakota, where all they serve for dinner is filet mignon. It's the only thing on the menu. What? But it's relatively cheap. I went there with my family when we were on a family trip to South Dakota. And so we all get our filet mignon, but of course you get a, a, a salad. Uh, up front, right? Mm-hmm. So they bring out our salad. And it is literally half a head of lettuce with a fork stuck in the side. Oh, yeah. And ranch poured on top of it. <laughs> and nothing else. Not That's even, awesome. Not even, like, a slice of onion just to class it up a little bit. <laughs> like, just a half head of lettuce completely intact that you needed to cut yourself with a ranch drizzled on top of it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't pleased. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That that's kind of funny. Now knowing that you don't like ranch, man. Yeah, I I just really don't. Hmm. I don't know what to say about that, bro. Uh, it typically benefits the people around me. I go, you know, I go with a friend to buffalo wild wings and then i just order whichever dipping sauce they want so that way they get to mm-hmm. so that works yeah because people who love ranch love ranch mm-hmm. i learned that working at applebee's yeah i bet i once literally brought someone a soup bowl of ranch oh my god Ugh. but we don't upcharge such things like they do at apple like they do at beat-ups yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah we've been talking about food a lot on this podcast I know that makes me hungry again I ate really early did you? I did so now I'm hungry again maybe you need a snack I probably will have some pretzels after this so the, this is say I, I will say the other reason that I don't eat a lot of snacks is because a lot of my free time in the evening is spent listening to things. Like, imagine me trying to edit a uh, podcast while yeah. eating chips with that headphones in. That would not work at all. <laughs> and, like, I listen to podcasts or I'm watching a video all with headphones in. So, if anything, that's probably the best deterrent for me eating crappy food is wanting to hear something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, hey, it works. Yeah. Whatever does it for you, bro. Exactly. So. So. I'm feeling, shall we move on? Feeling another awesome transition. So long story short, Mark's comic for this week is Long Story Short by Daniel Beyer. 
and the scene opens up in a living room of a house. There's a couple sitting on a couch with two glasses of wine in front of them. And then on the side of the room, there appears to be a small game show set with a host at a podium, a wonderful assistant, and two open podiums in front of a decorated wall. And the couple sitting on the couch, the man says to the woman, What do you mean you don't feel like game night? I have everything set up. <laughs> so, Mark, I, I'm trying to figure out where you're taking this. and I just have a very simple question night? for you, Grant. Okay. I want to know what game show you think you would be the most successful on. First of all, we have to deci- define successful. Is successful I mean, like okay. most likely to win the game or let's, most let's likely to wind up on like a funny YouTube compilation video? Well, that, I wouldn't consider that. I, okay, let's, I'll say two things. Which game show would you want to actually be on? Like which one do you think you'd have the most uh, fun on? And which one do you think you'd legitimately have the best chance of winning? Whether that's beating everybody else or winning some amount of money, whatever. Okay. Which, um, I feel like I feel like being on Family Feud would be really fun. <laughs> you think we could get a group of our friends to be on Family Feud together? We're not a family. You have don't you have to do it with your family? Do you think that they have rules on Family Feud? I bet they're, you they don't even check IDs at the as door. The families, though, like we'd have to pretend to but be a family. Also, like celebrity family feud, like <laughs> yeah. And also, Steve Harvey hosts it now. There aren't rules anymore. <laughs> but Steve Harvey is awesome. No, he's not. He's a great host for that show because he's hilarious yeah. in that type of a setting. Sure. I won't go there. Let's 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 stay focused. I want to know your answer. So you think Family Feud would be fun? I think Family Feud would be fun. But if we're sticking with the rules, then you have to be there, be there with your family. Yeah, which I don't think would work very well. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, I don't even know who would be on, because like it would be you and your parents and your sister, and then and then we need another person. person from our extended. For from like not our immediate nuclear family. Yeah, just I guess pick people the have their grandmas the, and stuff. Just pick, oh pick the one who's the least isolated. My grandma, that would be hilarious. Her on Family <laughs> Feud. Oh my gosh. Um, but so I think Family Feud could be a fun game show to be on. It also have a high likelihood of me ending up looking really stupid and going on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I personally think being on Jeopardy would be really fun, but I'm not. I wouldn't be good enough at it to not be embarrassed. <laughs> right. It's um, like I'd be on Jeopardy if I could pick the categories beforehand. Yeah, not know the questions, but just be vaguely aware of the categories, so I knew whether I even had a chance. Yep. Yeah. So Family Feud, Jeopardy. I'm trying to think of other game shows now too. Um. I can pull up a list and just read them off. Like old school who wants to be a millionaire before 
because I know like Regis. Yeah, before they had all of these like weird lifelines and stuff. Well, I think lifelines were always like some of them were always a part. Like I'm sure, ask the audience was like. And There's phone always a been friend. like ask the audience, and but they don't have phone a friend anymore now. Really? It's like like Skype with a famous person or something. Yeah, yeah, it is bad. Um, because hmm. like phone a friend got bad because the internet became a thing, so people their friend would just like start googling the question. Sure. Which just like isn't fair, understandably. Um, if it helps, strictly speaking, whose line is a game show? <gasps> oh my! See, I'm not funny <laughs> enough to be on whose line. Though, I know, but you would be like, you'd be like sitting there staring at everybody and like hoping that you'd come up with something to say. And <laughs> I mean, that's all of us, though. Like, <laughs> that would be if I could pull it off. That would be like a dream come true. <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing because whose line is it anyway is one of my favorite like comedy shows yeah on tv period i have watched so many episodes of it and watched like so many like highlight reels of it and whatever yeah even the cw reboot is surprisingly good Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, like because I was I was hesitant when I first saw that it existed and I started watching it on YouTube and stuff and I was like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> well, it's just like the original pretty much just with a different host. Yeah, and, and there are obviously some differences for the better uh, in terms of topics and stuff. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is still like really fun. Yeah. It's gosh, that's a just it's just an amazing concept with great I think people you would be okay that don't forget the lyrics what even is that you don't you're not aware of that game show well it's exactly what it sounds like you basically at least from what i remember wayne brady used to host it actually really mm-hmm. and you uh, basically i think in each round you have a choice of genre and you pick the genre and then they play a song and it starts singing, and then you need to fill in the lyric when they stop. No, I think I'd be really bad at that. <laughs> it depends. Like, there's like ten songs that they could do, and I would just have them on, like, there's nothing that could go wrong. Sure. But I feel How like about, most other songs... Would you go on Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? No. I don't want to look you, dumb on TV. Would you go on Wipeout? Oh, I'd go on Wipeout. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Is Wipeout even still on? I'm sure it isn't. <laughs> I hope it isn't. Like, it wasn't a very good show when it was on. I mean, it had its moments. It was funny for a while, and then they started just, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel with their comedy. Oh, yeah. Like, Seems like it probably uh, ended in, like, 2014. I'll never forget they had, like... A hotties and nerds episode or something and it was just horrible of course it was because it's just them like making crude jokes about all of these attractive women and then just these like pitiful unathletic men that's it was just so sad yeah yep and did you ever watch baggage <laughs> baggage it was a jerry springer 
game show. Oh, God. It was basically a dating show, and you had three suitcases with you, and, like, you would, like, you would talk with the other person, and at each stage in the game, you would open up a piece of baggage that you brought with you into the relationship. What the Each of varying degrees of severity. (laughs) I remember loving it as a middle schooler, obviously. I'd never heard of this. That sounds It was on exactly during middle school. No, actually it was on during our first two years of high school. That's what it was. Um, But, okay. Wow. Okay, so which one do you think that you'd have the best chance of actually winning? I want to get that one out of you. I don't know. Um, I mean, I have my answer, but my answer is super easy. And if I tell you, you'll be like, well, I mean, I guess by default. And now I really want to know what yours is. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, so this is the thing. It's the one where everybody wins. Deal or no deal. Yeah. If you just want to walk away with some straight cash money, you play for a few rounds. The first time you get an offer that's over like $5,000, you just say, yeah, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's I, I, I have a net zero like, like, you know, like I'm coming in here with no expectations. If I leave with $5,000 plus some taxes that I have to pay on it. Cool. <laughs> so you leave with $2,500. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's like, you know, that's a good way to just walk away. I, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, yeah, you can play it for a little bit, but, you know, the first offer is typically pretty high. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you don't, like, you're not going to lose out if you just take it. Yeah, people will boo you, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? You have $5,000 and they yeah, have or Or better, nothing. like, it's what, out of a million dollars? Like, there's frequently a deal if you get far enough in that's well over $100,000. Ugh. Yeah, I'll take it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's the easy answer if you were just just shooting for some money. Yeah. Because there's no skill to it other than not being stupid. It's just decision making. Yeah, but I agree that things like who wants to be a millionaire, if you can win that speed round to get on. Once you're on it, then I'd feel actually probably pretty good. Mm Jeopardy is definitely really scary. Uh, I've actually, I've definitely gotten better at Jeopardy while watching it. Yeah. But obviously, if you were actually playing, you know, I just, just totally suck. Yeah. Um, uh, man, what other ones are there? Ooh, uh, this is one, this one that I was thinking of, the uh, one versus 100. Oh, yeah. I love that, that show. show, and I would love to be on it. Hmm. Because you're just assuming that you're smarter than, like, most of the average 100 people that they have there. Yeah. And, like, I'd, I'm a bit I don't cocky know, there, I, Mark. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not saying I would for sure win, or that I even have the best chance of winning. I'm just saying, I think it would be fun. I ain't gonna chat with Bob Saget. Who doesn't want to chat with Bob Saget? America's favorite dad. <laughs> okay, Mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you tell me that if you had the opportunity to just talk with Bob Saget while answering trivia questions, you wouldn't? No, because, like, he's a famous person, I guess, so, like, that'd be a fun story, but I had no idea that he was America's number one favorite dad or whatever you just called him. He's the dad from Full House. Oh. Danny Tanner. Wow, I'm a terrible person. Are you at least aware of Full House? I know that it's a show that existed. 
Okay, that's fine. That's all I need to know. Okay. And he was the dad, who was a germaphobe. Oh no! Daddy Sega was a germaphobe? Yep. That's weird. I'm on a Wikipedia page that's just American game shows. Oh my gosh. Just trying to see if there are ones that I've actually heard of. Uh, that is I would the be Bachelor okay a game show? It is on here. It's under the dating Oh my category. gosh. I wonder if Whose Line is actually on here. I want to look. I didn't actually see if see if it was on here. It's probably not. It is on here. Yep. Um, really? <laughs> yep. Under, yeah, just under U to Z of the broad category up top of yeah. general game and quiz shows. Okay. Shows local to matter. a particular state, Minnesota. Don't mind if I do. Is it like oh, an ice fishing game show or something? There's one called DB's Delight from 77 to 88, and one called Fun and Fortune. Mm. Mine, that's not part of, oh, I was looking at, I was looking at Missouri. Minnesota, there's one called 21 Cards that's still running. What the heck? But it doesn't have a hyperlink to a Wikipedia page, so it can't be that important. Nope. Hmm. Yeah, Dating Relationship, The Bachelor, 2002 to present. Oh my gosh. That's one that I you couldn't pay me money to go on that. No? Okay, there is a sum of money that you could pay me to go on that show, but not one that you could pay me to take it seriously. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you know T Walt's story about being on Wheel of Fortune? Yes, I've one. seen it so many times. That not was a great lake or what? <sighs> That just it's just so sad being from Minnesota. That's exactly what I would have thought too. Is it actually? Yes. Oh man. I don't even know what the puzzle actually was that he got wrong. But it's probably well the the, the phrase was is this a great game or what? Is that what it was? Yeah, that was the answer. Yeah. You know, the thing that actually makes sense. <laughs> but being, like, <laughs> being from Minnesota, like, lakes are on my mind, bro. Yeah, but he wasn't in Minnesota while filming the show. <laughs> but it's it's just ingrained in you. All right. Well, it wasn't ingrained in me. Oh, well, it's ingrained in me. I I miss my lakes. I mean, I miss my lakes too. I'm just saying, given that condition, I definitely would not come up with the phrase, is that a great lake or what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it fit with all the letters that were on the board. It's not like he like missed a letter or something. Like, it did work. It's just not what the answer was. Hmm. Okay, here's a good game show for you. That ran for... <laughs> Four months, from 1967 to 1968, hosted by Wink Martindale. What? Are you ready for the name? Sure. How's your mother-in-law? What? <laughs> that sounds like a winner. <laughs> I don't have a mother-in-law, so I feel like I wouldn't be very good at that game. Well, you and me both, but I think it would be funny to watch. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd definitely be funny to watch. Are you smarter than a fifth grader, though? I think I would be able to crush that show, which means that they probably wouldn't let me on. I feel like I could crush it, but then there'd always be a question that's like, I have no idea. Not to mention all the BS questions. 
They have a lot of questions I feel that are the, way harder than fifth grade questions. I feel the same way about that as I feel about the price is right. Like, they're just making up. Like, they have a $1,000 oh! interval of prices, and then they're just randomly selecting the price right before the contestant guesses. You're I, like, really? You're going to tell me that toaster? I price is right. You're going to tell me that that toaster is $12, but that re- and that refrigerator is 250 but that this, like... You know, propane tank is seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Ridiculous. How big of a propane tank it is, bro. Uh, 